1: Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett.
0: On this episode, MKUltra, the CIA's covert mind control program, was supposedly abandoned in the early 1970s.
2: But was it? I think they just changed the name. They they do the same thing in the Navy and the Air Force. Projects just have a name change. They just have... Uh, a different rapper so yes I think it's still going on I think it's harder to find now with the so-called news companies which are really more opinion companies they bury it
1: conspiracy unlimited with Richard Serrett pursuing the truth wherever it leads exposing evil and corruption secret machinations of powerful elites revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs here's Richard Serrett
0: hey what's happening it's Thursday so why a new episode of conspiracy unlimited they drop Monday Wednesday and Fridays right Well, this is a special bonus edition, and once a month, a dear friend of this podcast and a sponsor, Ronnie McMullen from GetTheTea.com, will drop by, and we're doing these, as I say, once a month, and today's conversation is about mind control. You know, a lot of people, when they hear about MKUltra, they think of The Manchurian Candidate, that 1959 movie starring Frank Sinatra and Angela Lansbury, which is about the son of a prominent U.S. political family, and he's brainwashed or mind-controlled into being an unwitting assassin for a communist conspiracy. So a lot of people, again, think MKUltra is simply fiction, but it's not. MKUltra was a real government program funded by the CIA that went on from the 1950s to the early 1970s. And it tested countless subjects over something like 80 institutions, many of which were fronts funded by the government and filtered to schools, private hospitals, and even a couple of jails. Most of the documents relating to the project were destroyed by the CIA in 1973 because, well, of course they were. But what we know comes from witness testimony and a couple of congressional investigations and a cache of 20,000 incorrectly filed budgetary documents found during a Freedom of Information Act request back in 1977. It's enough to paint a, a terrifying picture of a wide-ranging government project that sought to capitalize on mind-control techniques that could theoretically be used against enemies during the Cold War. Ronnie McMullen spent some time behind a microphone as a radio broadcaster, and he has a keen interest in conspiracies. He's also the founder of one of our sponsors, GetTheTea.com. Hey, Ronnie, welcome back to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm terrific, thank you. So let's talk about MKUltra, this top-secret CIA project in which the agency conducted hundreds, perhaps thousands, of clandestine experiments, sometimes on unwitting U.S. citizens, in order to assess the potential use of LSD and other drugs for mind control, information gathering, uh, psychological torture, and... And although Project MKUltra lasted from 1953 until about 1973, we didn't really hear about this illicit program until the mid-70s when there was a congressional investigation into widespread illegal CIA activities, not only within the United States and around the world. And then, of course, there was the Senate hearing in 1977, during which Admiral Stansfield-Turner testified that the CIA got out of the mind control business in 1973. The question is, should we have believed him? Or do you believe the CIA and other intelligence agencies and other black op programs are still involved in clandestine mind control
2: programs? I think it, they just changed the name. They, they do the same thing in the Navy and the Air Force. Projects just have a name change. They just have uh, a different wrapper, so yes, I think it's still going on. I think it's um, harder to find now. I mean it's it's definitely how do I say this it's It's maybe not harder to find, but with uh, the select news so-called news companies, which are really more opinion companies, um, they bury it. Um, you know, let's use our shooter that was in Colorado in Aurora. Yes. Um, He was definitely mind control, so far mind controlled that when after they picked him up and they took him to jail and was booking him, he couldn't remember what he did. So I think the the avenue of the multiple personalities works in favor for them. And again, uh, I think that's all about the shooter in Aurora was all about gun control. And there will be people have different opinions than that, but that's kind of how I saw it. And I keep seeing the shooters come up. Um, we had the one in Tucson. And he even mentioned on some of his, um, what do I want to say, uh, on his phone, he was talking about mind control, MK Ultra. He was actually talking about it. So now whether he's just trying to imitate it or whether he was fully in it, no one's ever going to know and they're not going to dig to find out.
0: You mentioned um, the Aurora shooter, James Holmes. I remember, I mean, those images of him sitting in in court with just an absolute vacant look on his face. And and rarely is there a highly publicized trial. They call an insanity plea or they plead guilty or it's determined they're mentally incompetent, they can't stand trial. There's rarely a high-profile publicized court case. the other thing that happens is they kill themselves or they are they're taken out by uh, by the authorities. So we never really get to to hear them being cross-examined or anything like that, which is interesting.
2: Most of the time you're you're actually right because most of the time they do commit suicide. Um, it is not from the officials. I mean very rarely is the official actually kill the subject it, usually it is they kill what they're going to kill and they kill themselves. Um, and the mind control, I, I think people don't realize that how they break the mind of a person, what they do to get these people to do what they do. So they don't remember. So it is, it's like two or three or five different people, but they will be trained with one personality and um, we see this in Manchurian Candidate. We see this exact thing and we go, oh, that's just a movie. But that is so real. One word is said, it triggers the person. Next thing you know, they're shooting up a school. Um, they're shooting up, you know, whatever. And, and there's no one to trigger them back until maybe later when they're picked up. Um, somebody somehow, some way gets a trigger to them to put them back in the other personality And, you know, you look at the Aurora shooter and he doesn't even remember what he did.
0: Then there's the case of Aaron Alexis, who went on a killing spree at the Washington Navy Yard back in, in 2013 and killed 12 people. And just weeks before, he had filed a police report in which he claimed he was the victim of electronic harassment and that he was hearing voices in his head he was under the, uh, the, the belief that he was being controlled or influenced by extremely low frequency electromagnetic waves. In fact, he carved these odd messages on the, on the, uh, the butt of his rifle, one of which was, My little ELF weapon. Sounds like a classic case of an MK... Ult- now, of course, he could have been just seriously mentally ill. But on the other hand, it sounds like a classic
2: mind-controlled killer. Yeah, I, I remember the shooter, and um, I think it, you, we actually sometimes get lost, and, and this is a terrible thing to say, but because there are so many shooters. I mean, it's it's not one here, and, and during the Obama years, it seemed like it was every week there was a shooter. Um, and, ago, of course, he was very much pushing gun control at the time, and, you know, gun control and mind control kind of you know, whacked, um, very scary stuff. So it's interesting, you know, and I always thought, how do they, how do they actually get the personality to have a a multiple personality? Do they search? Do they, you know, they don't do interviews and it's not a job hiring thing. So how are they getting these people? And, you know, back in my old radio years, uh, I interviewed a man and basically, and I said, you know, And he he told me, he says, I get triggered and he told me who triggered him. And he says, and as soon as I, I'm triggered, I can't remember the other personality and I just do these things. I said, well, how did you ever get into a place where you actually be, have another personality? And he said through trauma, right? Right. And I said, well, you know, what kind of trauma he says what kind of trauma do you want me to describe to you? Multiple traumas. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, we have – say we have a car accident. We have a trauma, you know. Uh, I I had an airplane flying into my backyard and crash. So, um, you know, a little bit of trauma there. The man died a little later. So, you know, we call that a trauma. But what if the trauma was way over the top? And he said – he even made a comment. He says these traumas are so traumatizing that they break you.
0: Fracture your psyche, yeah.
2: Yes. And actually some people actually die. They die of fear. Right. right. And I thought, wow. I mean, you know, I mean, what a thought process, you know, and granted, you know, I mean, maybe he wasn't telling the truth, but he had no reason to not tell the truth. I mean, it, it was, and I remember thinking, he says, you know, and he says, Ronnie, he says, I'm a super warrior. And I said, okay. And he's like, he says, I can run faster than, than most you know, Olympiad people. And he says, and and I can shoot uh, sharper than most sharpshooters. And he kept telling all the things he can do. And then he says, and this, I I caught this was like, wow. And then he said, but Ronnie, I sleep with my teddy bear. By
0: day, uh, a mild mannered insurance salesman. By night, a trained assassin. Exactly. And if
2: you look at uh, the Tucson shooting, I mean, that was – I mean, he was definitely an assassin. I mean, uh, double pull, you know, right in the forehead. I mean, he he was an incredible shot. This is not some guy that's just, you know, going and shooting his gun on Sundays. Um, And we're supposed to just buy it like, oh, he must have just been a good shot, you know. Um, And, you know, the mass media plays it up for us. But I think we're being played, Richard, and, and, you know, for what purposes – I know one would be gun control, but I think there's other purposes too. I'm just not sure what they are. I remember interviewing a a man that basically said that he was – his goal and his fracture, what they had him do was they wanted him to assassinate George W. Bush. And I said, well, how did you know that? He says because – he says, I didn't even remember how I got there, but it was like all of a sudden – I'm sitting in, in a bar in Mexico and he says and, and there's all these, you know, uh, what I want to call agents all around. And he says and George W. Bush comes in and he says and I have a pistol in my pocket and I don't remember what caliber it was. I didn't know. Remember how I got there. I didn't even know how I was in Mexico. And he says and I knew something was really weird and I left.
0: You hear this over and over again from people like Sirhan Sirhan. Yes. You know, one correct. day he's exercising horses at the at the racetrack, which was yeah. his gig. He gets injured. Now all of a sudden he's going to see a doctor a couple of times a week. <laughs> what was that all about? And uh, next thing you know, you know, he's he's being uh, held down on the steam table in the kitchen of the Ambassador Hotel by Rosie Greer, Bobby Kennedy's security guard, and uh, basically accepts it. Okay, well they said I sh- I I, sh- I shot Bobby Kennedy. I guess I did. I don't remember, right. but I guess I did.
2: And you think if, as a normal Joe, I mean, we all have little memory fades and, you know, our little bubble moments, you know. But wouldn't we remember shooting someone? I mean, that alone is its own trauma.
0: This ability to fracture uh, someone's psyche and compartmentalize it uh this is this was perfected by the nazis and this yes this was all brought over when they uh exfiltrated the nazis during operation paperclip
2: yes correct correct
0: but that was like 70 years ago you know they were doing that uh they would ritualistic abuse sexual abuse drugs you know massive quantities of lsd whatever but again 70 years ago how are they doing it now do you suppose
2: uh, you know, when I interviewed this one super warrior, um, he told me of how they split the mind. And, you know, like he says, let me give you an example for a trauma. And he shared with me and I was just devastated. I was like, oh, my God, if there's any truth to this, oh, my God, you know. And so I could see how the fractures. But according to, according to they and them, they stopped doing this, which, you know, my thoughts are why did you do it in the first place? It's almost like everything that happened in the 40s and the 50s, even the 60s, just kind of went away like, whoops, we blew that. We shouldn't have done that, you know. Um, so we d- we're we not doing it anymore and we're okay. And nobody was ever held accountable. Nobody was ever charged. Um, projects just dropped and their names changed. Um, I I don't know what they're doing today, but I think it's – is it possible, and I was reading an article, and I don't know how true it is, but is it possible that we're gonna be controlled in a different level than you know, one by one, maybe masses or small masses? And I'm wondering if the 5G network coming here to a theater near us is gonna be part of it.
0: Right, uh, the idea that they now have the ability to remotely hack the human brain Yes, I mean, I get, Ronnie, I get, I would say at least once a month, I get either an email or a a handwritten letter uh, from (laughs) someone who believes that they are being mind controlled, uh, harassed electronically, remotely. It breaks your heart because, uh, I mean, these are very genuine, heartfelt uh, letters and communications I'm getting from people who seem otherwise totally, you know, above board and sane. And yet the things they tell me and I get so much of it other, I mean, there has to be some kernel of truth there. They can't all be quote end quote crazy.
2: No, I don't think they are. I, I had the same when I was in radio um, many years ago and I would get the same thing. You know, I'm being tracked. I'm being followed. There's a van outside my, my door and, you know, I would think to myself, uh, I didn't get as many as you, but I, I thought to myself, this person is just goofy, you know, they've they watched too many, you know, shows that uh, mystery and, and conspiracy shows, but most conspiracy, unfortunately, is truth. Um, they just use that word, you know, George W. Bush tried to break everybody in to use that conspiracy theory, but it really is conspiracy and it really is true. So, are these people crazy? I don't know. Um, I'm starting to lean towards the fact they're absolutely telling the truth. The question is, how are they being controlled? You know, do they want to share that information? And and if they do, you know, there's sometimes, you know, as a host, um, especially when you have a lot of people, you can be baited. and. They love to bait that so they have the wrong information. And I went down that trail a couple times.
0: Right. We get used as unintentional disinformation agents.
2: Yes. Yes. And we're not trying to. We're trying to do the truth. And we we think we've got somebody hot with this new news and they're going to, you know, blow the top off us. Oh, boy, this is exciting. And then you find out you were used. I mean, so then the next time comes along and somebody says, you know, they're following me and I've got a van and blah, blah, blah. And you go, nah, <clears throat> I'm not going down that road again. I don't think so. I'm not going to be made a fool. So then what if the second it's, – it's like crying wolf. Yes. What if the second person is absolutely, without a doubt, the true deal? Then we just ignore it and then, then they and them get away with it.
0: If you are subjected to that kind of electronic harassment, sleep deprivation, which is one of the tricks mm-hmm. they use, uh, uh, voice-to-skull technology – Uh, where you're constantly hearing voices, when the the chatter is incessant, it's telling you to harm yourself or harm others. I mean, that is going to break just about anybody. If you didn't have some underlying mental illness going in, you're certainly going to have some, you know, coming out the other end. So, I mean, it's possible that you could be mentally ill, but also being truthful and you say you're being targeted.
2: And, and who's to question how they're getting who they're getting? Are they going after the geniuses? The ones that test high? The ones that are incredibly intelligent? Or are they going after people that are scarred? Um, they still might be intelligent, but kind of like they're not all there. Right. And I'm, I'm not sure which way the pendulum falls. Because you, you see some of these people that are shooters that have been caught and you can see their strong points and you can see their breakdowns. Um, I think the, as you explained with the Aurora shooter, the, uh, I call it the doe eyed look where he's looking around in the courtroom and wondering, why am I here? Mm. What did I do? And, and the fear that I saw in his eyes was like, you know, I don't deserve this. What's going on? So it's, I'll tell you, Richard, it upsets me that there are people, organizations, whatever we want to call them, that are doing this and still doing this. I mean, there's obviously low levels of mind control, you know, with our our advertising, with uh, TV shows and radio programs. And, you know, there's small amounts that go on. But the levels that we're talking about with the trauma, with literally controlling somebody you know you, and, and the people that have come out to share about it and say I was a victim, and there's been quite a few. Uh, they, they're, the light shines on them, and to say oh these people are whacked, and this could never happen, and a lot of times it's because they think it can never happen because it, no one would ever do that. It's too atrocious. It's too, too over the top. It's no one would would go that far, but I disagree. I think they and them have no soul, so I think right. they go as far as they need to go. I
0: agree. It's um, what is that expression? The banality of evil. Yeah. Uh, and the the people at the top. Some of them might even think you know that there there is some noble cause to this. It's for the greater good, uh, in their twisted minds. But I mean, that's to me is the greatest conspiracy. Uh, that that. That evil does exist in the world. I I, I mean, I, I believe there is, it's not just people behaving badly, there is evil, if you want to call it satanic, fine. Uh, I, I truly believe that. But, you know, there are mm-hmm. so many people being, it would appear, being targeted, and obviously they're not turning them all into uh, uh, spies, or sex slaves, or assassins, or super soldiers. Some it seems like they're just sort of I don't know ex- whoever they are experimenting. They're trying to drive certain people mad. Uh, see if they mm-hmm. can push them over the edge. It's almost like it's a dress rehearsal for the rest of yep. us.
2: Yeah, I you are so dead on. Uh, very experimental, and and I think they ex- they use all different walks of life. I think they use the people that, uh, grew up poor, the people that are in the mid range and people that maybe had some great wealth. Um, I think they're using all the avenues that they can use so they can find out which one is best and true for what their purpose is. And it's sick. It's sick. <laughs> what do they say? It's sick and wrong. Mm.
0: But for the grace of God, go I. I mean, I hear from from people who are, well, even some people in, in law enforcement, former law enforcement, yeah. uh, who tried to blow the whistle on somebody, a corrupt official or something. They find themselves uh, being targeted. I mean, what do you do with that, that kind of information? This isn't just, you know, this isn't some... Uh, crack addict on the corner who claims he's hearing uh, uh voices or his tv is talking to him this is a former police officer who's talking about this stuff i mean how can we how can we just dismiss that
2: we can't we can't corruption is at every level at every every level corruption is hit This mind control is to help that corruption. I mean, if you look at at the face of Hollywood, same thing. I mean, they're having underground parties that only certain people, you know, A-list, B-list people are invited to. And then they get a little closer and a little closer. And, you know, and this goes back or past just churches and religions and what have you. This goes to much deeper. Um, And it's sad because that's how you get in the big door. Um if you want to stay a bit part actor and you want to you know just do some commercials here and there um you're fine but if you're going to go big leagues and try to get into the big A-list door um you have to pay you have to sign on the dotted line and that's I think that's why we see a lot of one-hit wonders when in the music industry happens there as well there's so much mind control in the music industry um and it always this is what's really wild it always seems to connect to politics so you just, I mean, think of this, Richard, how many newscasters, supposedly, I, I hate calling it news anymore, but we'll just call it for that for the sake of knowing what it is. How many newscasters are mind controlled so that they never, ever broadcast the truth? They broadcast their opinion. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, you- I don't know, but it's, it, is it a possibility? Well,
0: I think, you know, this idea of indoctrination through the media. Media. And you mentioned Hollywood. There is something very satanic where you have to make that bargain. I think that's what Stanley Kubrick was trying to tell us in Eyes Wide Shut. Yes. Uh, And that may have cost him his life. So there's the control of the artists in Hollywood. And there are, let's face it, Harvey Weinstein, what was going on there with the casting couch, Horrible, I mean, but not yep. surprising. The, the casting couch has been going on for a hundred years yep, in Hollywood. It sure has. And yeah. it's wrong, there's no question. But that is, is only the surface. But it's like they offered him up to distract from what's really going on, the real underbelly, which is child sex rings. The worst of the worst, oh, yes. the most evil of evil. That's going on. And yet, Hollywood has this power. I mean, it controls the culture. And we're just being inundated with sex and drugs and yep. violence. And it's just,
2: we're this being is why saturated every... with
0: it. It's like we are being subjected en masse to trauma as a form of mind control. So the same thing the CIA was doing with unwitting victims, causing a trauma, causing a dissociative disorder to fracture the psyche. They're doing it to all of us every time we sit down in front of a television.
2: This is why every new movie has to have so much sex, you know, you know, X amount of minutes of sex, X amount of minutes of language, all of this. It needs to have all these factors. There, there, there are no clean movies anymore. I mean, it is and I shouldn't say that's kind of a blanket statement, but it, they're rare. Um, they have nothing but junk in it. And, and some of the junk that's in it, you know, is what I would say evil. It is absolutely evil. Yes, and you know it's one thing. I mean, you know, and, and it's becoming popular. Killing blood. This is becoming popular, <clears throat> and you wonder is what is this doing for our culture? What is it doing for our population? You know, to where we're watching zombies kill each other on TV and going, "Wow, that's cool. Look at that. His hand just got cut off. Oh, and that's that's kind of like fine and dandy and acceptable and and cool." I don't think of any of those things, and, and you know maybe that's just my opinion, but I, I'm like, wow, I can't believe we've gone from I Dream a Genie to this, right? You know?
0: Right. They they have totally debased uh, the culture, and I mean, imagine huh, if the the Nazis would 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 have been clicking their kicking their heels if they had the power of Hollywood at their disposal,
2: and they were trying, and they were trying. The Germans were very involved in Hollywood, and and there was a lot of connection there going on. Who was fighting for that kind of power? I don't know if they knew what the power would be in the future. Um, but even then, in the thirties and the forties, there was there was much power in Hollywood. Um, a lot of the studios struggled to make it, um, so they had to do what you know because it de- depends on the dis- distribution. And so I I, I find it. Interesting that we're still fighting this MKUltra, this let's tell the masses this. Um, uh, The message is given to one and that one, it has the power to give it to millions. And this is this, you know, I look at this and I say, oh, my gosh. And and the election and the Trump brigade that's been going on. And all the politics surrounding, you know, getting him out of office and he's this and he's that. And, and I noticed, and this is what really kind of fried me, is the NFL got involved. It's like, in politics, really? You know, and, and we had the movie stars get involved. You know, Ashley Judd, you know. And I thought, what does this have to do? And you know what? I think if you pull back the covers, pull back the veil. You're not going to find just Hollywood w- wants to get into the politics. You're not going to want to. It, it's not going to be about the NFL getting into politics. It's going to get about swaying the minds of people to do what they and them want us to do, to vote the way that we, you know, so that we bring in their evil powers. They don't want to bring in their own evil powers. They want us to bring in those evil powers. They don't want to pass laws that, that uh, you know. Put us in a, in a ten by ten square. They want us to vote for those laws, and they can do it through mind control.
0: And and maybe the mass media is far more effective than taking somebody, sweeping them off the street, taking them to an abandoned warehouse, yep. fracturing their psyche, sort of doing it one at a time. MK Ultra may is is prehistoric compared to the technology and the distribution and the power of the media that they have now and and uh, that's really uh, the new MK Ultra. It's Hollywood it's it's mass media.
2: It is mass media and it's it's uh, you know and we I, I think Richard we're just touching the surface. I mean you know I just I think this goes so deep and there's so much information that is not available. And, you know, it's going to be black projects, you know, black ops. So that no one knows what's really going on. And by the time we know what's really going on, by the time we knew what was really going on in Germany, it's too late. People have died. We've all moved on. You know, centuries have passed. It's crazy. And, and history, I'm not sure if history is really written the right way. I think history is written according to what they want the next generation to believe.
0: I don't know if it was Goebbels uh, who said that the big lie is protected by public incredulity. We, we simply, you know, we refuse to to confront the truth. It's too, it's too frightening. It's it's uh, what do they call that normalcy bias, where you know the house is falling down and you just convince yourself, no, everything's fine. <laughs> don't yes. look over
2: there. <laughs> oh, and that's that's really where the public is today. And you know, it's like we've put these people in play. I mean supposedly the Affordable Care Act was all about saving money and being taken care of. What a crock. But who voted that in? We voted that in. Okay? And, and and maybe we didn't. Maybe there's false votes and we can go down that trail, but point being is if they can get it to look like we voted it in, then they're not responsible. And isn't that a form of mind control?
0: Absolutely it is. Let's have some good news, Ronnie. Tell us what's going on over at uh, getthetea.com.
2: Well, I'll tell you what's going on, and, and I get excited about it, is the products are helping people. And that's the whole idea of why I started this company, is to help people. And one of the things that I'd like to just real quick talk about is a lot of people, in fact, I just ran into a friend of mine at the store, and, and he was talking about how he's having GI tract problems. And when we're having tummy, I'll just wrap it up with using the word tummy. When we have tummy problems, life's not so good. I mean, it's like having the flu, but you really don't have a flu. You don't have something that's going to be gone three days. You have something that's there all the time. Gluten uh, sensitivity, Um, you have issues going on with your GI tract, Uh, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. And you just don't feel good. Well, we have something that really helps people, and it's called colostrum. And to the point of this even rebuilds people's muscles. I mean, uh, many of the athletes use colostrum after an intense workout. So if if it's repairing what they've just done because you tear muscles when you work out and you lift, and it repairs it much quicker... What does it do for other things in your body? And so this is why we went to town finding a provider that could give us organic milk, that could give us uh, the best quality that is possible, and uh, keep all those vi- It's like basically taking a, a glass of, of vitamins, except it tastes good. So we're really excited that we have that on special at getthetea.com. And of course, uh, with that bag, you get some tea. Uh, and also we have something called GI joy and it's all in one shot and you save some money, you save some heavy money. And, uh, if you have gut problems, I mean, hello, that, that is something you might want to try. In fact, the, the guy I just ran to in the store, is like, by the way, you know, I have this, 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 and I, I can't mention these things, but that have to do with his stomach. And he says, Can, I need to come over and get some colostrum? <laughs> I <laughs> said, yeah, you do. So it's, uh, it's a wonderful product and, and again, it comes with free tea and tea is our backbone of the company because when you detox, things change in your life and I'll just put it that way. It's very simple. If you, and, and this is something instead of like a heavy detox where you're sitting around the throne for you know, days and days and days, this is something that's gentle and mild so that you do it every day, 30 days a month and uh, month after month, and you're always cleansing. So it's kind of like I always go to the car, it's always like, it's like somebody coming over and washing your car every day. Your car is always looking good. And even if it's not looking good by the end of the day, you know the first thing in the morning, guess what, they're gonna wash your car. So this is why it's so good to have a mild detox. Because if you, have, you, know, if you want to take your car and detail it, and a lot of people do, they do it once a year. They do it once in six months. Well, what about the rest of the time? I mean, obviously, the day you pick it up, that's great. But what about the rest of the time? And this is kind of how I explain detox. So you have this heavy detox. Well, that's great. But how long does that last? I mean, we're being inundated with things in our air, with things in our our water, things in our food. So we need to be cleansing. So obviously, the tea is good. So the whole colostrum thing is a little bit of goods there on the stomach. And then you've got the tea. Uh, and then we have what's called GI Joy, which is kind of a pill form of the colostrum, and it's got a couple other good stuff in it. Um, peppermint. People don't realize how good peppermint is for ah, stomach ache.
0: Yes, because I'm I'm right now. Uh, I'm on the Formula Thirteen Peppermint Tea Herbal Power Tea, and I'm mm. enjoying I'm enjoying that. It's just a nice way to start my day. A nice refreshing cold glass of uh, of peppermint tea. And uh, you're right. I mean I don't I'm I'm not bloated. I don't I don't have indigest indigestion, I don't have the excess gas. I just feel clean from the inside out.
2: Yeah, you get your car cleaned every day. And that's the kind of person I want to be. I want my car clean every day. It's always good to take care of one, and I think detoxing's top of the list.
0: Well, life change tea, formula thirteen teas, you've got the colostrum, you can get it all at get the tea. Dot com. Get the T.com. Ronnie, thank you. Always a pleasure. Talk again soon, my friend.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Okay, be listening Friday for another installment of Conspiracy Unlimited. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now.